Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hawk Hangout Podcast. Glad to have all of you here with us, joining us for episode 71 of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Joey and I yesterday, well, I guess today, actually, considering yeah. it was 2 in the morning, uh, just we watched, what, maybe 16, 17 hours ago at this point, we watched the fourth episode of season three of The Bad Batch. So we're going to be diving in a little bit further into our uh, review and sort of synopsis of the episode in today's podcast. Looking forward to that very much as we continue on with our watch through of season three of The Bad Batch. As a reminder, if you're not yet subscribed to the Hot Hangout YouTube channel, check us out over there for the video version of every podcast, as well as our reactions to the newest Star Wars shows. Just like our reaction that went out about 16, 17 hours ago at the timing of this recording of our reaction to episode four of the third season of The Bad Batch. Once again, that's available over on YouTube if you want to check it out on the Hoth Hangout channel. You can contact us via email at hothhangout at gmail.com. Shoot us your Star Wars-related questions, and we'd love to showcase them here on the podcast and talk about them as well. Additionally, the Hoth Hangout podcast is findable wherever you get your pods, including Spotify and Apple. And if you're listening on those platforms or any platform where you're able to leave a review, uh, leave a five-star review on the podcast. We would appreciate it very much. And it does allow the podcast to be more easily discovered by other people uh, and share our love of Star Wars, Star Wars with them as well. You can find us on the socials, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, or X. We are findable at Hoth Hangout on all of those. Additionally, the Discord server is getting even closer to being done. I think we're going to be doing some uh, last, uh, last steps fine-tuning here in the next few days. So... Hopefully a week's time from now, we will be able to officially announce the um, the reveal of our community Hoth Hangout Discord server where people will be able to hang out and chat about shows like The Bad Batch and many others, as well as just Star Wars in general. So uh, be on the lookout for that coming in about a week's time. The question we would love to pose to all of you as our teaser question of the day is simply, will the Bad Batch go back to Mount Tantus to free the other clones in the rest of Season 3? That's something Joey and I, I imagine, will probably touch on in today's episode as well. And speaking of Joey, what's going on, man? How are you? I like the force is strong in my family yes. shirt you're rocking today. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long time since we've talked, Ben. So it's, uh, I've missed you. I hope, uh, hope everything's been going well in your world. But mm. yeah, the ep- newest episode... I mean, you know, we love the Star Wars. We'll see how we both kind of feel about it, you know, uh, upcoming here. But, I, you know, it's it's more Star Wars. We love to talk about it. Uh, can't wait for more. I think I'm more excited to what's to come than maybe uh, what we saw. A little spoiler alert of how I felt about the episode. But um, I, I think we it's going to be a, a fun topic. I think we get under an hour this one, Ben. I, you know, I think we could do it this time. That's our goal. I, I, you know, I sent a message to Joey and Gibbo after last week's episode because we went over an hour last week. And to be fair, we were covering three episodes instead of one. Um, and so I said, for all the upcoming future episodes, our goal is to get under an hour, considering we're only covering one episode. Uh, it's a one episode review in each of the podcast episodes from here on out in the next few weeks. So that's the goal. We're going to make it happen. I'm calling it less than 50 minutes today. Oh, just... that's quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, I think we can make it happen. Uh, again, we we just got the one episode to talk about today. So knowing me, I'll probably go on a tangent and we'll finish like at 58 and a half or something <laughs> like that. But um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Excited to talk some Bad Batch Season 3, Episode 4. But before we start talking Bad Batch, we had a couple pieces of news related to Star Wars that came out in the past few days, the first of which concerns one of the, uh, for me personally, and for, I imagine, a lot of people as well, most exciting upcoming releases in the Star Wars universe in the Acolytes. Uh, this show has been kind of been thrown around potential release dates for the, seems like, the past year. Um, and now, while this is not an officially confirmed Disney date, um, there is wide speculation that the release date for the Acolyte has tentatively been scheduled for June 5th. Uh, that is this year, 2024. And when Disney was reached for comment on this by Collider.com, who I believe broke this information, um, Disney did not confirm nor deny this report. 
So while this is not an official press release on behalf of Disney that June 5th will be the release date, this is seeming like a legit report, uh, and it's somewhat likely, I would say, that this ends up being the actual release date for the show, which is one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, again, we, I, don't, I don't know, Joey, have you heard any other information about the Acolyte other than kind of potential release dates in the past few weeks? Oh, this is the first time that I've heard anything about a, a, an actual date. Like you said, it's been thrown around the past year, I guess, of when this was supposed to release. And this is the first time we had a solid, like, actual June 5th, you know, uh, release date. So hopefully this comes to fruition. It would be really great to finish up Bad Batch in the beginning of May, only to wait a month and roll right into Acolyte. Or we can get maybe Tales of the Jedi in May 4th, you know, Ooh. something like that. Uh, just so we could roll right into the next show, into the next show. So I'm hoping, you know, it would be, I mean, I, I took a look at the calendar that is a Wednesday. So kind of it fits the same schedule as we have here in the Bad Batch. Hopefully it'll go back to the uh, 8 p.m. Central uh, release time for us. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to do the 2 a.m. Uh, wake-up calls anymore. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for this. I, I read a little bit about it in the article here. And who know you know we like to cover things that may not be fully true, uh, because these are the types of things that hit the internet and everybody like goes crazy over them. So, sure, we could jump in there too and have a little excitement, even if it's wrong. It's exciting for the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm certainly excited. I love the timeline too because, like you mentioned, with you know the Bad Batch ending in May, maybe Tales of the Jedi we get between Bad Batch and Acolyte. But I like the fact we're, we're so spoiled as Star Wars fans now because there's so minimal time between shows. Like, I, I know you and I were like, oh, this is so long between Ahsoka and Bad Batch. But in reality, it was what, like just over two months, which <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Like we didn't get any Star Wars from like 1983 to 1999. <laughs> then we didn't get any Star Wars again from 2005 to 2013. So it's like. We're definitely a little bit spoiled in that regard as Star Wars fans. So I'll admit um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's cool, cool to know that uh, the timeline for this seems like it's in the very near future and potentially uh, as soon as just like three months away, which is awesome to hear in that regard. Uh, really looking forward to this show personally. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this one. The other piece of news we wanted to cover this week before we hop into some of our viewer comments uh, concerning the Bad Batch. This piece of news actually concerns a Star Wars FPS game uh, that was being developed by EA that was canceled, which also coincided with a bunch of layoffs from the company. Uh, it's also my understanding that this is not a cancellation of the next uh, Jedi game in the uh, Fallen Order and Survivor series, but this was a game, I think, being developed under the, like, the Mandalorian franchise, of Star Wars where the, it was the protagonist of the game would have been uh, a Mandalorian and so that game it now seems is off the shelf and no longer being developed by EA um, but without interruption or hopefully without interruption to um, the next game in the Jedi franchise which by the way have they announced the name of the third title after uh, Jedi Survivor? I don't think so. I think the only news that we even ever saw was when Cameron uh, was at one one of the cons and he had spilled the beans a little bit about him working on a uh, a video game that being the next Jedi, uh, the next uh, installation of the Jedi series. So I I don't think there's been a name quite yet. In fact, I I hope not because we still have to finish the game. So we uh, <laughs> so you know give us like another year, maybe we can finish yeah. it, and then uh, then you can announce everything. They're waiting on us on, on the Hot Hangout channel to finish our playthrough of Jedi Survivor before they announce the third game. We'll, we'll get on it. We'll get on it. But hey, in all seriousness, I, I think we may or may not do something next month when the original Battlefront 2 and Battlefront games drop. Uh, may or may not be doing a live stream I'm... or something to that effect. Yeah, we, we, we check the Discord when it comes out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, cool news in the realm of gaming. Well, not so cool in that the game was canceled, but um, I guess good to know that the Jedi yeah. you know, series is still being developed. I'll, and I'll be honest, I didn't even know that there was an FPS game being developed at EA at this yeah, point. 
I didn't know it was FPS. I knew that there was a Mandalorian game being mm-hmm. developed, but I, I didn't know that it was a first-person shooter. So, um, yeah, that was kind of news to me. I had heard sort of rumors about the Mandal- Mandalorian game, but um, looks like we may have to wait years and years for that to actually happen, if it ever does happen. So, I'm also sad to hear that, I think it was, what, like 600 employees or yeah. something being laid off from EA with this as well. So that's like- kind of... The biggest downside of this. I feel like there's been a lot of that going around in the gaming industry, unfortunately, where (sighs) a very large percent, you know, a large number, I'm not sure exactly as far as percentages, but large number, you know, 600 and, you know, 600 to 700 there at EA. I think there was a 900 employee one at Epic not too long Mm. ago. So just to to hear that, you definitely, you know, your heart goes out to them, but hopefully those, uh, the people in those development areas are able to find jobs somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, yeah, still lots to be excited in the world of Star Wars video games. Lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, And having gone through those pieces of news this week, before we talk about Bad Batch, the very last thing we wanted to touch on from last week's podcast was a comment from viewer Aunt Vesuvi, longtime Hangout podcast listener. Uh, Aunt Vesuvi says, thanks to Ben, Joey, and Gibbo. Isn't it interesting that Julian Dennison voiced Deke and Stack while Daniel Logan only voiced Mox? The slight age difference is the only reason I can think of. To my ear, they all sounded the same. I was thrilled to learn of this casting rumor two days ago. Um, and I believe Daniel Logan, if I'm correct in this, I think that's the actor who played Boba Fett that in the correct. prequel series. Yes, yeah, that so that, that that's cool. They brought him back to voice one of the young clones in the second episode of the third season of The Bad Batch. That, that was nicely done uh, on the part of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars people behind the scenes. Uh, Amasuvi also went on to say, I first noticed Golden Globe winner Angela Bassett in 1985, who, Joey, you and I talked about a little bit last week. Uh, But she really hit it big with What's Love Got to Do With It in 93, where she nailed the role of one of Amasuvi's favorite Buddhists, the late Tina Turner. I recommend it if you appreciate biographies, dramas, or music. I also saw her in an airport once. She's staggeringly gorgeous, even without makeup. Since Joey mentioned Snoke in the Kylo Ren comics, he's wearing a space do rag. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. I don't even know what the what is this reference? A space do rag? Yeah, yeah. It's just like a something that you 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 know you could wear around your head, essentially. Yeah, but to... what makes it a space do rag? Well, you know, I think I think she was being you know she was she oh. was putting it you know the uh, the the space version of the do rag. I think is basically yeah. the. Uh, the idea of it. So I think the, uh, yeah, that's what it was. I, I could not remember what kind of headwear he was wearing, but yeah, it was, it was kind of like a turban esque type of, uh, of, uh, headwear there. Interesting. By the way, have you seen what's love got to do with it? It's been very long, but yes, I have seen that as well. See, this is, this is one that I haven't seen. I, again, my, my Angela Bassett <laughs> knowledge is so current pop mm-hmm. culture. And I feel like I haven't seen anything of her old stuff. So, like my version of Angela Bassett once again is American Horror Story and mm-hmm. not What's Love Got to Do with It or probably any of the stuff that ninety nine percent of people know her for. So yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, shout out to Amasuvi. Thank you for the comment. As always, we appreciate you so very much. Also had a couple polls we asked on last week's episode. Simply, did you enjoy the three episode premiere of The Bad Batch? Overwhelmingly positive yeses over on X with one hundred percent of the vote going towards yes. And then over on the YouTube community tab, we asked the same question. Uh, a little bit more of a, I wouldn't exactly say even vote, but I guess more so than the X outcome, with 76% of people saying they did enjoy it, 24% of people saying that they did not. So mm-hmm. um, not not all peaches and cream from everyone. Was, and- so remember the week before we had flip-flopped, I was trying uh-huh. to give us a vol- like a like a lob. <laughs> I'm just like That's everybody's got to enjoy this one, right? And still, we found some people that uh maybe not fully fans of the Bad Batch uh, season premiere. Well, ironically, last week too, I think we said the people on X were more negative or pessimistic <laughs> right. in their responses. And it's funny because this week they're like, "You think we're pessimists? We are voting a hundred percent on yes, we did like <laughs> yeah. it." Yeah. So it seems like the YouTube folks uh, were the were the ones that had more of an issue with the premiere. So um, if you didn't manage to catch last week's episode, that's what Joey and I talked about was our thoughts on episodes one, two, and three of the 
season three premiere of The Bad Batch. If you're interested in checking that out, that is available uh, to listen and watch as well. And then be on the lookout this week for another poll coming uh, in regards to the uh, this week's question. It'll be available on X as well as on the YouTube community tab if you'd like to cast your vote and have your voice heard in the uh, the community question that we ask every week here on the Hoth Hangout channel. All right, Joey, the time has come. The discussion of Bad Batch Season 3, Episode 4, you and I watched it together just like it, literally today. We're recording this now at like 10.30 at night. We were together at 2 a.m. this morning <laughs> watching the episode, which seems like three days ago in my brain right now. It's been that kind of day, but... Um, I guess real briefly before we get into into any of the details of the episode, what were your overall thoughts going into it, or did you have any expectations, or perhaps was there something about the episode that you really ended up enjoying? I think going into the episode, if you remember last week, I was happy that both Omega and Crosshair were, you know, they got their, they made their way off of uh, Mount Tantus. So I think that mm-hmm. was a big thing that I wanted to see because I didn't want that to drag on as long, you know, possibly as long as it would, it could. What I really wanted from this one was, okay, we've seen seasons, you know, we've seen episodes where the crew is not together. Let's, let's get them back together here. You know, it's, it's time, you know, we have limited time here this last season. So those, those were my expect that was, that was my expectation is to, to get to that point. And, you know, and spoiler alert, we actually get to that point. So it's uh, it, it fulfilled it 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 filled the checkbox that I needed uh, for this episode. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I, I guess I hadn't thought about it that much, but I would say I was pleasantly surprised that we didn't spend like three episodes trying to get the gang back together after they escaped from Mount Tantus. Um, I mean, I guess a little bit of a spoiler alert if you haven't seen episode four, but I would assume. If you're listening to this episode, you've probably seen episode <laughs> four at this point, or I would hope at least. Um, the re the reuniting at the end of the episode uh, was something that I guess I didn't necessarily expect it that as fast as it did. But like you said, I think it's a great thing, and it kind of checks off that box of okay, we're not going to waste time like getting them back together. Now they are back together, so we can right. just kind of keep going with the plot. It feels like exactly, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess, like you mentioned, um, in terms of, you know, keeping going with the plot and where we're headed now. Well, actually, let me ask you a question first. And this is a little bit of a maybe a reveal of one of the questions we had closer to the end. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, I will say, because the end of the episode was such an emotional moment. Uh, Like you and I watching that, we're like, wow, this is this is like (laughs) really meaningful. Um, Yeah. And I guess. It's kind of like, where does that leave us with right. this group? Um, you know, where is, I mean, we assume Echo is off with Rex right now somewhere. We don't know exactly, not exactly sure where. Um, but now that it's Crosshair, Omega, Wrecker, and Hunter together, maybe Tech again in the future if he's not dead. Who knows? Um, the Return, by the way. <laughs> the Return. Is that the name of an episode title, yeah, by the yeah, way? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think we talked about that a yeah, couple we weeks did, ago, didn't yeah. we? Is that X return? I don't know. Um, but anyways, like, what is the dynamic going to be like with this crew moving forward? So you kind of got a taste of the fact that it's going to be a little rough. The first moments of episode five, I would assume, uh, with Crosshair coming back into the fold after helping Omega escape and Hunter and Wrecker probably being like, ah, dude, you've, I, we, we got to earn your trust back or, you know, yeah, um, you or you got to earn our trust back rather. So the end of the episode was great in and of itself. Um, I guess just to briefly move our way through the episode and then we can kind of talk about some of these bigger questions. Um, the episode starts off after the escape from Tantus with Gacha, which I've been asked, um, to ask you well i wasn't asked to ask you but someone else asked me so i figured i would ask you okay how do you pronounce the creature that omega helps escape from mount tantus is it when... batch is it batcher or betcha <laughs> <laughs> i think it's batcher i think that's the actual that's kind of what i assumed but now that you mention it i'm not quite sure <laughs> i had someone come up to me 
uh, today, earlier this evening. And they were like, did you watch the episode yet? I was like, yeah. And they're like, is it Batcher or Betcha? I betcha. <laughs> I was like, I'll ask that on the podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> that should have been the poll question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, Omega and Crosshair, they crash land with Batcher, Betcha on this planet called Lao, which I don't know if we've ever seen this at any point in Star Wars. I want to say we haven't, judging from how sparse the Wikipedia page about this planet was. But Batcher's completely fine after the landing. I think it was you who noted during our live watch through. You were like, oh, no, is Batcher okay? And he just <laughs> climbs right out. He's like, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, you know, they they go through this process of needing to get chain codes, which they don't have. And then there's this cute little scene where Omega is, like, asking if they can just bribe their way. And the, yeah. the person or the droid, I'm, you know, I'm not even really sure. Uh, working at the station is like, yeah, I'll, I, I can do a bribe. That'll be, <laughs> yeah. you know, 30,000 credits. And you're like, what? That is so much. So the game that Omega had done in the previous season um, is kind of the, you know, in Sid's little hideout place is the way that they end up going about making the, these credits up in order to try to bribe their way onto a ship, which ironically doesn't even... You know, they didn't even need to do it in the end of the episode, I guess, right, if, you want to, if you want to think about it that way. Uh, but we are introduced to a new character in this episode, which is what I wanted to ask you about. Um, this Imperial officer, whose name I don't even recall. I'm sure he did say it at one point in the episode. Mm -hmm. um, I, want to, I want to say he was a captain. That does sound familiar to me. And maybe I can, I can look it up here while we're, while we're podcasting. But um, this Imperial officer who's... A very off-putting. I found him kind of like repulsive in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, initially, he was, you know, a good sport, quote unquote. But then he's also asking for these, uh, like taxes and stealing fees. Omega's, yeah, fees and stealing Omega's uh, pet, whatever species Batcher is, and so kind of just a weird guy. What do you think about his character? Yeah, off-putting is probably the best. You know, adjective for him because I don't know. He just really he didn't even really fit the M Empire mold to me. He was just kind of like a sleaze, you know. So he was like if Jabba the Hutt was an, an Imperial officer. That's kind of how I felt about him. Um, I don't know. He just didn't didn't you know what I mean? Like he just didn't seem. Yeah, you know that's how a like good description. normally like the you know the the officers are really you know, still kind of uptight and very, you know, proper and all that. But I don't know. He just kind of, the way he was, he had the, like the credit, he would like kind of play with it in his hand. Just like little things like that just didn't make him seem very officer-like. Like he, 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 he reminded me of just, you know, the, the, the officer that just takes advantage of the situation of, you know, of, being part of the empire and just, you know, taking money, you know, I mean, exactly the role that he did. Right. So I, I think, I think that's, that was on purpose, obviously that he was not going to be someone that you were going to like. Um, mm. But can we talk for a second real quick about the outfits that, um, that both Omega and Crosshair had on. Um, we got one, a couple of them in the, in the, in the video version of podcast here. It's just a, the, it's like a hoodie with a mask for a crosshair. What do you think of that? I mean, I thought it was, I thought it looked cool. I, I automatically went to, ooh, this would be like a cool figure to have. So I, that, that was, that was what I, where my thoughts went. Yeah, I, I thought it looked really cool, especially crosshair. It reminds me of something almost dystopian. Um, like I know Dune Two is coming out this weekend, yeah, right. and I'm like, man, he looks like he walked right off the set of Dune Two. Like he's nice. some other like species that has some sort of breathing apparatus necessary to wear around <laughs> his head uh the ball cap does look really like is that you crosshair is this star wars <laughs> it do, yeah it is a ball cap that that was the that's why it looked kind of funny it, it, lo it literally looks like a knitted like baseball cap yeah yeah kind of interesting looking by the way the captain is captain man uh also learned <laughs> captain man <laughs> yeah m-a-n-n -N, but yeah captain man um and I also learned the, the creature that eats him at the end of the episode is a Raftar, which is, I believe, the ah. same thing in episode seven. Yes. Uh, they're transporting. But, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the second Rathar, I think, in the past two or three weeks that we've talked about it. Yeah, Rathar is making a frequent appearance on the, <laughs> on the podcast recently. Uh, oh, by the way, during Omega's scene with Captain Man, when they're playing whatever the name of that game is, it's not Sabacc, it's a different game. Mm. I need to educate myself on Star Wars uh, game game yeah that, <laughs> that too but star wars gaming and entertainment uh and ga star wars gambling in, in the universe and because whatever game they're playing it was some system of like alleys on cards that were like two and four and five and so omega and captain man are playing later on in the episode and uh you know he plays something and is like <laughs> i'm so good and omega's like you think you're good and then just lays down three cards that are like orange, purple, and and blue. And then the droid at the bar is like, oh my gosh, the rising suns or something. I don't remember what the droid said. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are the rules of this game? <laughs> you just have those and you win? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I made the comment. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. I made the comment to you during our live watch through that it's like, playing exodia which if you anyone has played Yu-Gi-Oh out there there's there's these five cards joey that if you get all of them in your hand you just win the game so i was, <laughs> so I was like oh that's that's uh that's what happened here nice. <laughs> yeah um but yeah the, the captain man gets a little salty that omega wins using her secret exploit orange purple blue card combo and uh <laughs> steals batcher outside and, um, you know, in order to find out where Batcher is gone, well, first of all, Crosshair's like, we, we gotta, we gotta just leave this, this animal Omega, yeah, you know, that's right. which, which is another, you know, important moment at this point, Crosshair's conscious is conscience is speaking pretty loudly, but this is just another emphatic moment where it's really an important, it, it, it's a part of the episode that doesn't seem like it's important, but when you think about the context of Omega and Crosshair's relationship, I think it really is because it, it really solidifies the fact that Crosshair is changing more and more to being this less old and ruthless person, mm -hmm. someone who's empathetic to um, kind of the way that Omega is, and not only empathetic to Omega, but being more understanding of pursuing the route that involves, you know, maybe not doing the safest thing, but doing the right thing. Right. And it should yeah. be, we, we should mention that she also did want to go back to Montantis by the, by this time to go right. rescue the rest of the other cl clones. Right. Yeah. She's like saying these things, like we're going to rescue the clones. We need to rescue Batcher. Crosshair's like, can we just be safe? Like, why do we have yeah. to go back and do all this other stuff? Right. Um, but th that's the importance of Omega's character is she is so good natured. Um, that, that that is kind of the driving force of the show in, in many ways. And so um, as insignificant as it might seem, an Imperial officer stealing this, you know, pet of Omega's, it's another just re-emphasizing moment that, you know, this is the right thing to do, and we're going to do the right thing rather than the easy thing and leave. Um, so they go in order to retrieve Batcher after bribing, uh, like, the boy on the side of the road for <laughs> yeah. 5,000 credits. Who you, which you called exactly, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was it was too perfect of a number. Like, oh, we have thirty five thousand credits. I'm like, yep, you're gonna lose five thousand pretty fast. Right. I know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 chain codes or the tickets cost thirty thousand. Uh, they've got five thousand extra. Oh no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so inevitably they go back to retrieve Batcher. They're caught in the process. Omega has this kind of cute line. Where after she tosses the credits, which when I watched it with you, I was like, why wouldn't you just keep holding on to them if you were just going to run? Right. But uh, she looks across there. She's like, all right, we're doing things your way now. Yeah. And uh, that's when the firefight That was my starts. favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the animals are unleashed, which those little running things, which I couldn't remember if they were from Phantom Menace or just Jurassic Park, and I was melding those memories together in my mind. Uh, and so... You know, they go on Captain Man, as we said before. Actually, here, there's a picture of it uh, is on the screen. Of the, for, if you're watching the video version of the podcast, uh, is eating by the, is being eaten by this Rathtar that's escaped its cage. Kind of a, a fitting ending to his character who survived a whole 18 minutes <laughs> of Star Wars animated um, 
Star Wars animation. That might be a record for shortest lived character in the Star Wars uh, universe, but he's eaten by the Rathtar. They go on to steal the ship, which is being tracked by the Empire. And there's a scene right before the very final scene of the episode where Hemlock is being shown uh, approached by a commando trooper, I believe, and saying that they are, you know, sending the operatives after them because they're tracking the ship that Omega and Hunter, or excuse me, Omega and Crosshair stole uh, along with Batcher. And then this is the real, my favorite part of the episode personally was the last minute and a half to two minutes where um, they reunite with Hunter and Wrecker, both Omega and Crosshair. First Omega, you know, this sentimental moment, she gives them both hugs and she's crying. She hasn't seen them in half a year, basically. It's a really, really special moment that they've been searching for her. She's been searching for them to finally find one another. Like, how'd you escape? Off the ship walks Crosshair, and you can just see Wrecker and Hunter immediately both go, oh. <laughs> oh, uh, this is, we don't like this at all. Yeah, now what? Um, which, which ties back to what I asked you, I think, just maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago in the podcast about kind of what the dynamic of this group is going to be. Like, are we going to spend a good portion of the next episode sort of doing, like, group therapy with the bad batch of kind of like working, you know, right. working our working our stuff out that's happened in the past so that we can just move forward. Um, it'll it'll be kind of interesting to see how we go about yeah. that, or and, and maybe will there even be any difficulties in the process of the upcoming missions because of differences of opinions? Right. I think they. I think what happens is that they get they get thrown into something right away, where they have to depend on each other, kind of have to go back to what they were used to before. You know, they got split up and everything like that. So I think that's the way that they will have to kind of mend that bridge. So, you know, when you said earlier, how do we earn your trust? How do you, you know, how do you, how do we, how can we trust you again? I mean, that's going to be the best way to do it. They're going to have to be, you know, a quick battle. Maybe this is where we bring in Asajj. Maybe this is where we bring in Cad Bane. You know, I think they need to have, uh, um, an, a, you know, a equal, you know, a, a, the same enemy to fight against, just like the old days. So if, if they can get to that point, which I think that that's what the next, that's what I feel like this next episode will be, is you know getting getting back to, you know, Clone Force ninety nine, you know, getting back mm-hmm. to what they they were, you know, before before Omega, and now what they will become, you know, with Omega. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if there's a moment in the next episode where either Wrecker or Hunter is in a life or death situation, is not going to make it, and then Crosshair saves both or one of them. Um, Maybe that happens on Mount Tantus. I mean, next week's episode is the one that's called The Return, which, again, is that it's probably the return to Mount Tantus, but it could also be the return of other stuff, too. (laughs) Right. Tech, tech. Tech, the Emperor. The emperor somehow, yeah, the emperor's back, even though he hasn't left, but he's here. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, you're you're exactly right. I I think we're gonna see some quarreling amongst them, kind of figuring out how to be a group again. Ultimately, there's a decision that's you know faced. Um, Hunter or Wrecker gets in a sticky situation, or maybe even Omega and Crosshair is the one that that is um, you know responsible for saving them from whatever situation might come about in the next episode. So, right. Um, I, I think that's a pretty likely route moving forward for, for what episode five has in store. And then after that, we get episodes six and seven, both in one week. So, uh, I don't know if we'll get any bounty hunters or operatives. I guess we don't know for sure that they're bounty hunters yet. I think we can probably assume that they because are. That was Hemlock that were re- referred to them as operatives, right? Right. Right. Um, so I would assume we'll see them probably, I mean, more than likely in episodes six and seven. Mm -hmm. I hope we get a glimpse of them in the next episode too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to see Asajj that it's, it's killing me a little bit that I just (laughs) have to wait like at least another week, probably two more weeks to see her in this show. But, um, do you have any ideas? I mean, I know we've thrown around the name Asajj a lot for kind of, mainly because we've seen her in the trailer for the season three trailer of Bad Batch, but who these other operatives might be. I know we, I know we tossed around the name Cad Bane as well at one point too. 
Right. I think the, I mean, the whole, that whole guild that what was that the bounty hunters, bounty hunters guild or whoever it was with Boba Fed and Embo. And I think, uh, uh, who else, uh, what was the Trandoshians? Um, Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll think of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like all of them, I think all of them are going to Bosk, Bosk, Bosk. Bosk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that all of them are in play here. You know, the, the, I mean, that's where, that's where you first saw all of these, you know, these, uh, um, Bounty Hunters was in, you know, what was it? Was it an Empire that we first saw the bot, um, Boba Fett? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, around this time and, you know, a little bit before it, whatever. So, yeah, I think this would be a great introduction to all of that. Um, now, I'm, you know, it's making me think of uh, the game that is, you know, we're not, we're not going to see that Bounty Hunter Mandalorian game now. That's that's sad. But <laughs> to to... This would be a great opportunity to have that, and then the Cad Bane, obviously, you know. So, I, and and Fennec Shand, you know, don't forget, we you know we do see Fennec at some point here, where she kind of plays in. I think before we saw her, she was more on. Was she more like on the Nala Say side of things? She was trying to find, yes. uh, trying to find Omega for for Nala Say, as opposed to the Empire here. So, and um, Cad Bane was working for uh, Lama Sue. I'm pretty sure. Oh, see. Yeah. So, you know, like how does how does she come into it? You know, I love me some Fennec Shan. So, I'm excited to see her back in it and uh yeah, so those operatives, I I I would think I would think that that, that this is who we're talking about. Yeah. It'll be it'll be exciting to, you know, see them. I, I just anytime we get bounty hunter stuff, I I personally like that a lot. Sure. Um, oh, by the way, I wanted to correct something I said like 2 minutes ago. So, you said uh, I'm only saying this. I'm ha- saying this half in jest because I, it's, technically, it's true. But yes, uh, Empire is the first time we saw Boba Fett in like mainstream live action Star Wars. But you and I watched his first appearance in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which came out two years prior to Empire, <laughs> and was very good actually. That that little yeah, that, that little animated that, series was the highlight of that holiday. <laughs> yep. Of that hour-long movie, those five minutes were, I think I can comfortably say, the only good part. <laughs> was that an only an hour? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It felt like three days. Yeah. Consistently, one of the videos that like continues to get views <laughs> on our YouTube channel uh, will be like, oh, you know, like, how have some of our recent things done? You know, they've done uh, like this, they've done like that. And then I'm like, well, that's weird. The... Star Wars holiday special reaction video is still getting views yeah. from like a year and a half ago. Maybe, maybe we like should that. just keep pushing that uh, video out for everybody to, to watch <laughs> yeah. and to laugh at. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if anyone's listening to this and you've never seen that movie, do yourself a favor as a Star Wars fan. It's one of those things you just kind of have to watch and get through it just to say you've seen it. Um, there is a really great five-minute segment where Boba Fett is introduced for the first time. Other than that, you're gonna be cringing for almost an hour, but uh, it's <laughs> like a rite mean? of passage. You didn't like all the musical numbers in the middle of our Star Wars? Yeah, it's just all over the place. But <laughs> how did how did this episode turn into a Star Wars holiday special rant? I don't know, but um, yeah. So, anyways, hopefully we'll see some uh, bounty hunters. If not next week, then uh, in two weeks on March 13th when we get both episodes six and seven in the same week. Uh, real quickly, before we talk about our favorite parts of the episode and ranking the episode, when we look at next week's episode, episode five, I know we mentioned it's called The Return. Yes or no, does that mean something more than just returning to Mount Tantus? Or is that all it means in your in your I think, uh, hypothesis? I think that's all it means. I think it's just a return to Mount Tantus to, to get to free as many clones as possible. Okay. What about you? I, I w- I would lean that direction as well, but I'm I'm still holding out hope that, <laughs> that tech is somewhere and we're gonna find. I mean, it would it would episode. be. I mean, I say that with like that's the realistic view of me, you know, yeah. of of it. But yeah, there there is there's no. No one ever really says bye in in Star Wars, or you know, no one's ever really gone. That's what the line is. No one's there ever go. really gone. So we know who's gone right now, and the episode is called "The Return." So obviously, we are we are all holding holding hope that Tech makes a return. 
myself included. <laughs> I really want to see him come back, but who knows? Will it happen? We'll find out. I, I, I would venture to say that he is gone, but we will find out, I guess. Um, I've already talked a little bit about my favorite part of this episode, and if you have the same favorite part, I, I think that's totally fair because I think that it was a great part of the episode. I mentioned the ending, kind of the reuniting with uh, with Hunter and, and Wrecker, just the emotional moment with Omega, but also kind of capped off with this moment of uncomfortability with the reuniting of Crosshair and the other two again. And then Omega kind of sitting there almost in the middle like, uh, what did no, I just... Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So... I mean, that that reuniting, that moment, that feeling of how that just played out, and the cinematography of it, too. You mentioned it in our live watch-through. There's a there's a wide shot where uh, Crosshair is on one side, the far side, and the other three are on the other far side. At this point, Omega's already walked over. I mean, maybe even a little bit of symbolism there. Like, he's going to have to, like, sure. make the, the trek over to the other side to meet them where they're at and kind of cross the bridge in a way. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved that end scene. That was definitely my favorite part of the episode. Did you have a favorite part, or was yours similarly similarly the same? No, when Captain Man got eaten. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that that was like one of the more darker images that we've seen in animated yeah. series for yeah. sure. So there's that. No, I, I I would I would agree. The the ending, the reunion. I'm so I'm glad I was wearing glasses yesterday. Uh, or this morning when we were watching it, because I was absolutely fighting back tears. Because I'm like, oh my god, I can't take this, you know. Because you know the uh, the the older brother in Wrecker finally gets to reunite with his younger sister. The the father figure in in Hunter, you know, finally gets reunited with his you know his daughter, and just to have that moment finally finally get there you know after what is it they said like you know a half a year or whatever it is because mm -hmm. i i think that's what hit me most the the first couple episode is the realization of how long uh they were apart and how long wrecker and hunter were looking for her and on both sides really not knowing if omega had been alive whether have you know whether Wrecker and Hunter had been alive. I mean, even as early, you know, as recently as this episode, you know, the Crosshair was questioning that. Like, we don't know. We don't know if they're still out there. And but then, you know, Omega being the optimistic light that she is, is able to say, no, 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 they're out there. We're gonna, you know, I sent these. I sent the coded message. They're gonna be there. So to kind of have all of that suspense and you know, uh, just kind of waiting for that moment to finally come. It totally paid off at this, you know, the beautiful, and, the, and I mentioned also the music, the music at the end of that scene was beautiful and just how it was and, and how it all culminated into this beautiful moment. And then right afterwards, they're like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's Crosshair. Now what do we do? You know? Um, so just, just that whole, you know, like you said, a minute and a half, two minutes to end the, the episode is absolutely my favorite too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a moment that's hard to beat as a as a favorite part of the episode. But I guess that also begs the question: if any of you have a moment that you liked more than that moment, or that you mm -hmm. thought was a was your favorite part of the episode, feel free to let us know uh, either in the comments of the video version of the podcast or on any of the socials or via email as well. Uh, we'd love to hear from you in that regard. So, having said that, I think I think I gave the episode right after we watched it. I think I said eight out of ten was my immediate grade. I think I would probably maybe elevate it to an 8.5. Uh, and I feel a little bit guilty even giving it something that low because it wasn't something that had an episode that really had any glaring issues with it. Right. I think it was just a necessary episode to get the crew back together. And I think they did it in a way that was really great. Um, they did it in a way that you know involved a despicable character who <laughs> met his demise in the end, which is kind yeah. of, you know, as a, as a, of not just star wars but kind of just movies in general you know there's always like a little part of you that relishes when the evil character like kind of gets what's coming to him at the end right. of the episode or the end of the movie um so in that regard it was kind of fun as well i'll elevate it to an 8.5 for me because i think it did a lot well and i appreciate that it did it promptly like you mentioned yeah. at the top of the podcast that this wasn't like something that dragged out over three episodes of trying to get everyone back together 
um, that it happened in one episode. It, it, it did it in a good way. It did it succinctly and meaningfully, most of all, especially right. with the end of the episode capped off. So I'll elevate to an 8.5. Uh, what about you? I think I'm going to stick it stick with the eight that I gave it uh, originally, mainly because, and I mentioned this in the uh, when we were watching it, it it kind of gave the 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 vibes of a side quest just because you know, yeah. and and although it was a very necessary uh, story that had to happen, they, we needed to get to the point where they reunited. Um, just just the way they got to it, I I, I felt kind of like, uh, eh, you know, like like it wasn't yeah. like super meaningful i mean you know although it, it was great to kind of see the one guy you didn't like you know meet his demise but then just like well then what was he there in the first place you know what i mean so there, right. there's yeah. there's there was nothing you know um there was nothing gained by his character being there you know um he yeah sure maybe he told hemlock but was that really the only thing you know i, I don't know I, I felt it was a little bit a little bit light on on that part of it but it, you know, obviously with the ending and how it was shot, how it was, you know, uh, scored and everything like that, that was obviously my favorite part of it. Um, but th- just the way to get there, I mean, we could have done. I, I feel like we could have done that in. Well, what did we say it was a twenty-eight minute episode. We could probably could have done that in fifteen to twenty minutes. You know, if we if we didn't yeah. have to go through, you know, all right. Well, now now we have to get there. Oh wait, now we got to bribe this dude. Oh wait, now we got to go get coins to bribe this. You know what I mean? So it was very much right. video gamey, and you know, uh, where I just feel like we've seen this type of thing before. I, and it might be because I've been scarred by so many of those Sid side missions that we've seen. <laughs> that's what know? I was gonna say. You know, <laughs> so, so I think that's probably it. Just gave me those feels again. I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. And um, so it took a little bit away from the episode for me. But like we said, as long as we got to the point where we did, I think that's all that matters. And um, so I'm not giving it like a five or anything like that, but I'll give it an eight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's totally fair. Like like you said, a lot of it did sort of feel that um, like necessary episode where, oh, we need the money. Where do we get the money? We don't have the money. <laughs> we have to make the money to get the money. Then we lose the money. And then, you know. Yeah, right. So I totally and, get yeah, that. and then to top it all off, did they not even bring the credits with them? Like they, you know, they just lost yeah. it on, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they if, could have if, just stolen the ship in the first place. This is what I'm saying. So if if they would have if they would have at least gotten away with the money too, I'd be like, all right, well, at least they got thirty thousand credits out of it, and that's gonna help yeah. them along the way. But no, I mean that's a good point too. Like the whole episode is like Omega's saying we need to do things the right way. We're not gonna steal the ship. We're gonna get the credits. And then by the end of the episode, she's out of options, and she's like, "Well, let's steal the ship," you know. <laughs> and then, and then Crosser's like, "Finally, this is what yeah, I've been saying. We should have done this twenty minutes ago, Omega." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was a pretty good episode, and you know, probably amongst the four so far, I I don't know. I, I definitely liked. I think episodes one and three, especially a little bit more. But all that being said, um, good episode. Hopefully next week is even better. Like we said, the name of the episode next week is uh, The Return. And having said that as the name of the episode, our question that we would love to pose to all of you, which we teased at the top of the episode, is will the Bad Batch go back to Mount Tantus to free the other clones? I would I would think it's pretty likely having the name of the episode next week be The Return, but we'll find out on March 6th, the March 6th. The answer to that question and now another lob to you all uh-huh yeah, <laughs> yeah. are we are we gonna get some are we gonna get some nose <laughs> yeah hey you never know over over on x they got the, i guess they they got the pessimists yeah know. they're gonna be like i don't i don't think so you know <laughs> but yeah so uh having having said that to go along with that question uh tune into next week's episode of the hoth hangout podcast episode 72 where we will be talking all things Bad Batch Season 3, Episode 5, including our review, synopsis, and recap of the episode. Uh, Also tune in early, what would that be? Early Thursday morning next week. Or no, excuse me. Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. My days are so off now that we've recorded (laughs) like two videos technically on the same day, but like 18 hours apart. Uh, Tune in early Wednesday morning for our reaction over on YouTube. Uh, to episode five if you're interested in checking that out as well that should be available uh, early in the morning next week usually by 8 a.m eastern time uh, somewhere in there so 
And then, of course, next week, as we mentioned, episode 72 of the pod on the typical day available uh, Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Hoff Hangout podcast. As another reminder, you can check out the video version of the podcast over on YouTube, as well as all of our reactions to Star Wars shows, including our current reactions to the Bad Batch, which we're doing every week moving forward. Uh, definitely check out our reaction most recently to episode four, which we've discussed today. You can contact us via email at hothhangout at gmail.com. If you have any Star Wars questions related or otherwise, we'd love to showcase them here on the pod and discuss them as well. The Hoth Hangout podcast is findable anywhere you get your pods, including Spotify and Apple. And if you're listening on either of those platforms or any platform that allows you to leave a review, uh, leave a five-star review on the podcast. We would appreciate it very much. And it does also allow the pod to be more easily discovered by other folks who also love Star Wars as well. The Hoth Hangout channel is findable on Instagram, TikTok, and X at Hoth Hangout on each of those socials. And uh, we were without our, our partner in crime, Gibbo, today. But we also want to thank Gibbo for producing today's uh, the show, the video, the assets. We'll be excited to hear. We went under one hour for the recording of this episode. I think we're somewhere around like 51 minutes right now. So I, I missed my 50-minute mark, but maybe next week <laughs> I'll have another opportunity to do it. So, uh, Joey, any last thoughts on this week's episode of The Bad Bats or just anything Bad Bats-related or Star Wars in general? The crew is back together. That's what we wanted from this episode. And what's going to happen? I mean, we have quite a bit of the season left, so... Kind of what to your point like what's what's left for them you know so I'm, I'm excited to see what what we've got left for clone force 99 if we get a return from tech can't wait for Asajj and fennec shand there's a lot to come here and i have a feeling there's gonna drop a bomb somewhere between here and the end of the uh, season um and I, I don't know when i'm excited and yeah bad batch here we are we got like at least eight or nine more weeks of it uh, i'm pumped that we get such an amazing show like this to watch each and every single week moving forward. Uh, like you said, it's going to be a blast. Looking forward to it so very much. And uh, lastly, shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to Dave Baloney. Shout out to Angela Bassett and uh, Bounty Hunters and Rathcars who eat Imperials that we don't like. Uh, we appreciate you all for listening to this week's episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. Tune in next week for our recap of episode five of Bad Batch season three. Thanks so much again for listening. We appreciate each and every single one of you and may the force be with you.